welcome to what the fuck is this show called sex drugs and spirituality hey guys welcome to sex drugs and spirituality with sydney delorean that's me and my trusty lover zachary <laughs> bird you trust me to make love to you no uh i mean i i, I trust i trust that you'll do it yeah <laughs> I don't trust that you'll do it safely. <laughs> what? That I'll do it safely. I'm going to let the listeners in on a secret of ours. Um, yeah, do it early, Sophie. We have to start this episode <laughs> over. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, our lovemaking is so unsafe because we have this headboard that literally oh, yeah. rips my hair out. I thought you were going to talk about the knife play. Then we would no, have had to no, we edit don't. this. No, baby, we don't do that. We don't. Um, yeah, we have this super gothy headboard that's like black and it has these big metal grommets in it. And um, it's super cool. It's super cool. Zach picked it out before he met me. Yeah. Um, when he was just a man buying manly things. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it rips my hair out and I have like a lot of breakage at the top of my head, like where I part my hair and I'll have like some short strands that just stick straight up. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out what was going on until uh, I looked at our headboard and there's just hair. There's just hair coming out of this fucking headboard. Yeah, I always thought you just screaming ow was like. Yeah, I'm really giving it to her. Yeah, nope, no, it's, it's my, the headboard. Yeah, but so, that's why I bought that one. I was like, give me something, you know, that's not only gonna look metal, but it's gonna rip out a woman's wisps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to pull out all the hair of Zach's former lovers out of her headboard. <laughs> not true. <laughs> That'd be a dark day. That would be so sad. <laughs> well, I remember when we first started dating you had mitol in your medicine <laughs> cabinet and i thought it was mitol from like your ex-girlfriend i was like i'm not gonna mention it i just we, we, he broke up with her get rid of the mitol it's the one thing i was holding on to well uh, you had like some lady vitamins and yeah. i was like okay these are remnants of the woman who came before me uh but then i found out that it was it wasn't your ex-girlfriend's mitol it was your mitol i was like baby i've former alcoholic and uh i was told lied to basically no i guess supposedly my it all helps to cure hangovers but i found nothing that would, yeah. uh, would alleviate the pain i felt from hangovers like it was i tried everything yeah all right did you ever find anything that cured hangovers no pain? i would just like masturbate a lot while watching the history channel i you, did you ever get did you get what? that when you're okay did you get that when you were hungover that you're just like super horny? Yeah, but I didn't beat off to the History Channel. I just remember one time I my whatever cable I got free cable for a month or two, uh -huh. and um, so I was watching the History Channel, and then uh -huh. I was like, God, I feel so bad. I'm so hungover. I want to feel good. And, and you're like, I, ooh, this all this Hitler. Well, no. Then I started. <laughs> then I started beating off. And then it was like I looked over at the TV and it was like the French Revolution. <laughs> like what the fuck? Well, I told you I had sort of a thing like that too, where it was, I was jacking off, but there was something on in the background that had nothing to do with that. This is when I had that Airbnb, and it was this this hot tub in the room uh -huh. and it was you know i was on vacation i i my balls were full 
I don't yeah. mean to be too graphic, but it'd been days. And and then so I'm just in this nice hot tub and I was watching UFC. <laughs> but then I don't know. It, it, it had nothing to do with that. It was just like the, the bubbles or something. I don't know. I needed to unload. But <laughs> I told you this in confidence. Yeah, and but now, now you're telling everyone. And now I'm telling it, guys. Just keep it to yourself. Just, yeah. Right. Hey, hey, guys. This is between us. This is between the betwixt lovers. No. So I, I yeah, I didn't even pause it or anything because I was wasn't even looking at that. But also in the back of my mind, I was like, "You fucking son of a bitch! <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing?" Um, hey, it was I, one of those thirty second like orgasms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You ever beat off to spring breakers? I could. Yeah. I could. I don't know that I could ever watch the movie though. It looked so horrible to me. It's not good, but I did I did beat off to it. To like what part? Like what Like the whole thing. I was having <laughs> <laughs> I was having one of those days where you just like beat off all day. Sure. Um, you know, the to beat days, the beat days. Well, I don't know. It's I think it's different for men. Like men beat off and they're like, oh, I came. I'm done. But like for women or at least for me, like the orgasm that comes from masturbation is not like it's not as satisfying as the orgasm that comes from intercourse. Mm -hmm. And so like usually if I if I come from intercourse, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, right. But if I come from just masturbating, I'm like, oh, that's it. Let me try again. And let me try again. So, you, so yeah. then you end up going on a jack and spree. I get I've, during I've had spring that. breakers. But I have to like let myself, you know, heal up. Not heal, but you know what I mean. I like, injured myself that time, and then I had a I had a laser hair removal appointment, yeah. um, for the uh, the same area. Uh -huh. I had to cancel it because I had like rubbed myself raw, <laughs> just trying to grab hold of some serotonin. You know what I mean? It's a good thing we came into each other's lives. <laughs> we were going to hurt ourselves. I yeah, think. We were, uh, we were yeah, I would never. It's never. I just it's sometimes you need like a couple hours between and sometimes you're good like like 20 minutes later. Oh, no. Mine's like the minute I'm done. It's just like back to back. No, breathers. I've had that yeah. before. Uh, but I don't know if I ate my Wheaties that day or what, but I was I just kept going. Sometimes you just get to thinking about Paul Reiser and one thing leads sure. to another. Yeah. 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 Uh but still, so that when you were watching the history channel and and masturbating, were you watching No, I wasn't watching okay. it. It's I wasn't staring at the TV while beating it. Right. It was That's playing. what I'm saying about it. It was UFC just thing. like your UFC thing, yeah. only way less gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. You're gay. Well, you know, so I don't. We watched. Uh, <laughs> I I brought this movie up too multiple uh, so, times. Well, so I found some link that was just about sex documentaries on Netflix or wherever that you should check out. It's like the top nine best sex documentaries to watch, and one of them was Dreamboat, which <laughs> is about a bunch of gay men that are. Uh, Go on a gay cruise. Uh, go on a gay cruise. And I'm like, this could be fun to watch with Sydney. Uh, you are a friend of the gays. And you, it just seemed like you're. I love boats. You love boats. You love, love gays. gays. What's not to love? Uh, so we watched The Irishman last night. And then we watched Hustle and Flow. And then, and then you were, I was surprised that you were still like 
down I, to stay up late. It was pretty late. I'd eaten a lot of marijuana. Yeah, so she's like, you want to keep partying? <laughs> I was like, all right. So I was like, well, let's, do, let's just throw on Dreamboat, see what happens. And then she's teasing, you know, calling me gay basically the whole time. And then, but I'm like, yeah, I could go to bed. And you're like, no, let's let's see how this plays out. Yeah, this plays out. Well, the thing is, it's not really a documentary. It doesn't interview people a lot. It doesn't Uh really tell a narrative. It's just a lot of, it's really well shot. It's shot like a music video. And it's just footage of these dudes on this boat. It's just hot dudes on this boat. We saw a blowjob. Yeah. Like, and we're just, we're watching Netflix and we're like full on, we're seeing full on dicks. We're seeing dicks getting sucked. It was right after I joked, right? I was like, the only thing that's missing is like full penetration. Yeah. And then it was, it was literally it was like, the next um, scene. yeah. And then I was, I was like looking at my phone or something. And then she's like, Zach, <laughs> I look up and just a dude throat in a dong. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hot uh, yeah that was my spring breakers you know i, I went back yeah yeah <laughs> no. um um so we're doing an episode about mail order brides <laughs> oh yeah um this is a last minute episode of sydney's sick i'm sick and there's some work schedule stuff and um now we're gonna we're gonna do an episode about mail order brides, mm-hmm. which we researched like two months ago. So I bet we retained some of that knowledge. Well, researched two months ago and watched a movie. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I meant by research. Yeah, yeah. So we we kind of got interested in the topic because this guy on Ninety Day Fiance, Caesar, was quote unquote dating this woman in the Ukraine named Maria, and he met her through this app called Anastasia Date, uh-huh. where you pay to message the women, and you pay to send them flowers, you pay to send them videos, and, like, they'll send you videos and stuff back, but, so it'll say, like, oh, you have a video message, but then you have to pay $20 to view it, which is actually how um, OnlyFans, which is a porn site, works. Um, but anyways, uh, so we started looking into Anastasia date because I was like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, it's not even the girls who are talking to you. There's just people typing these things out. And then the girls make these generic videos because they'll be, they were like asking the guy, Hey, did she, does she ever say your name in the videos she sends you? And And you just see his face go like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I, but at the same point, I, it wouldn't be a rattle. Like, I wouldn't pick up on it if someone never said my name. Right. Because you don't call the person you're dating by their name usually. Yeah, right. We call each other baby. Yeah. Did you get... <laughs> Sydney was uh, trying to squeak out a fart. I, <laughs> I can just tell by her body uh, movements there, but... Zach's just so tuned into my body. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, but I didn't know if you actually got one out. I didn't hear. I it. did. Yeah, it was a little one. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah. So w- the name of the movie though was "Love Me," right? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So we watched a documentary about. Uh, it was about Anastasia Date, wasn't it? Yeah. And they do these tours where they take guys on bus tours of like the ukraine and russia and they will 
be in a different city every night and they go to these part these mixers basically where it's like hot chicks looking to marry foreigners and then these fucking ding dongs who get off the bus um they have an office actually out here right they do they have i think it's their only office is if i remember correctly it's right across the street from this bar i used to work at and uh, their address is in the strip mall um but yeah it's really interesting so dudes do get married off of it or have and Uh so they have these like videos where it's like men being like i met my wife on anastasia date or if you are having trouble meeting a chick through their website, they're like, well, most of our success stories went on these tours. And then you pay them thousands of dollars right. to go on this tour because there's all these promo videos that are like, look how happy I am with my hot wife, blah, blah, blah. And these dudes, like this one guy, he's like not taking any, he's not talking to any of the women coming up to him because he's holding out for this one broad and who does it ultimately doesn't even show up. But yeah. I just it's like because it's not real. That's the thing is like these relationships, they aren't real. And so he has this thing in his head that the love of his life is this woman he's never met or really talked to. Like she sent him videos and he won't other hot chicks are trying to talk to him. And he's like, get away. Yeah. I have a girlfriend <laughs> that I've never met. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's quite the scene. It seems depressing, and some of the guys are, are. You can see it's affecting them a little bit too. Like they're getting kind of bummed out about it. The one guy who actually seemed to have a lot going for him came back here, and then ended up finding a nice, attractive lady that was like, you know, around his age or whatever. Yeah, because he was saying on the trip, he's like, "This is just," and he was the best looking guy. But he was saying, this is just, I'm not comfortable with this. Like, I want someone my own age. Like, I want, you know, someone I have something in common with, not just like an object. Yeah. (laughs) Which is honestly what these guys wanted. They just want like a wet hole um, that has an attractive woman attached to it that they can show off to their friends. And so, yeah, this guy, the most normal guy, like did not like it at all. And he got back home and ended up meeting a woman his own age. And they, he had a pretty good line too. That was something to the effect of, uh, if you can't find what you're looking for in your own backyard, do you really need it? Or yeah, something yeah, like that? yeah. If if what you're looking for isn't in your own backyard, maybe you don't need it. Something like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and so, and they explained that, so most women who want to be mail order brides, it's because they live in an area of like for economic reasons. But one of the reasons why so many come from Russia and the Ukraine is because there, um, apparently men just like suck. Yeah, they're, they're like, like alcoholics and um, the, they're violent. And so when, and there's not as many of them. Yeah. And and that's the thing. That's like a big marker of like where uh, historically where mail order brides start happening is when there's gender disparity in a region and they have to import people. And so like, yeah, so there's not a lot of dudes in Russia and the ones that there are drink too much and they hit you so they're like i can go to america and i could like meet a guy who won't hit me (laughs) 
Yeah, um, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I so I listened to this podcast about the uh, history of mail-order brides in the United States, and it started happening around the time of the colonies, so that's before we were a country. Um, and basically, like, these businesses were trying to create these towns, these settlements with people to work the natural resources or whatever there. And so, like, men would come out, they'd work, they'd get paid, and they'd go back home to where they came from. And they were like, okay, if we're trying to establish this as a city and an industry, we need to have men live here full time to work this. And so why aren't men sticking around? Well, there's no women, they don't have families, they're not married, whatever. And so um, these companies would say, okay, we're going to bring in a bunch of chicks to incentivize okay get married and settle down here so you can keep working here and um they did that at jamestown i forget the name of the other settlement they did it at but they would bring over these suit like they would interview women to make sure because they're they're all fucking puritans right so they'd interview women to make sure they're virtuous they're good they have to have a letter of recommendation yada yada it was very difficult and they would come over and uh meet men And if they married a man who could afford to pay the company to reimburse for the cost, just the cost of the bringing the woman over, Mm -hmm. he would do that. Um, If she ended up, you know, if a woman was brought over and she hooked up with like a broke dude who couldn't pay the company, that was just taken as a loss. So it wasn't really a profiteering measure because the profit came in keeping the men there to have workers. Right. Um, And so... Then, so they did it, a couple colonies did it, very successful, got these dudes married, they're building families, they're colonizing America, Um, but they tried to do this in Louisiana, (laughs) and the first go-around, the chicks didn't like any of the dudes, and they, like, it was blamed that the women were ugly, that they sent over these ugly women, and that's why none of them got married. So then what they did was they started taking women out of penal colonies in Europe, just if they were pretty but criminals, and they would it was called forced immigration. So they would take the pretty women out of jail and just drop them off oh, in Louisiana. Man. Now, if there was reality TV back then, we'd be getting our love after lockup and our 90-day fiancé in one shot all at once and this sounds amazing like i would love to read more about this if i could find a book about this because basically um the these are criminal chicks Mm -hmm. so they didn't come to the united states and get married and settle down and become homemakers which is what had worked for the other colonies they went back to turning tricks robbing Robbing. (laughs) yeah they you know that's great and so then there were all these like you know naughty girls i i would like to read a book about that yeah too. so that was deemed to be a failure um <laughs> in for forced immigration for who they're like no we're doing good over here i got out of jail yeah they're out of jail <laughs> and um the red light district in new orleans was great there you go so um but yeah they didn't they ended up not getting married um but that was so it was classic like for i guess railroad workers um that sort of thing, like mm-hmm. anyone who immigrated here and then they would write back home so they could get a wife like of their same culture. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the other thing. OK, so they were saying with the colonies that 
it was just these dudes coming over, you know, working the land. Uh-huh. Um, and there was worry that they would run off with the native women, which was seen as a problem because uh-huh. there were women around, but they were indigenous. And yeah. so they didn't want that. So they were like, we got to get some brides over here. Yeah. Um, and then, um, at the advent of the printing press with newspaper, people would do like adverts looking yeah. for a spouse. Um, so it's kind of, it has a long history. Um, that all leads to Tinder and everything else now. I know I'm not with uh, mail order brides, but just dating in general. You well, know? yeah. Well, see, so historically, like love wasn't part of marriage. So ordering a spouse could be pretty easy because you're not looking for that connection or that vibe right right you're going okay i am a coal worker and i want a woman at home to raise children and i so if i need a woman who finds the economic situation of being with a coal worker to be appropriate yeah and we have the same religion yeah (laughs) like that's it yeah that's all you need like it so it wasn't um you didn't have to like meet and date or whatever because marriage wasn't about love so you could kind of order one um the good old days well yeah and that's like in in cultures where they arrange marriage where it's it's the romance has nothing to do with it it's just is this a good business setup like us baby right (laughs) Yeah, yeah um I get something out of it, I'm sure. Uh, and you- I produce your podcast. <laughs> yep, I produce your podcast. I put a, an ad on, on OkCupid. It's like looking for a blonde to that knows how to edit uh-huh. and produce podcasts. Yeah. Um, no fatties. And that's all I put. Well, that's going to change because I just ate an entire pizza. So I'm on my way. She did. Um, I had a rough day and I, I thought that that might make it better. What's funny is that some of these guys, I think, do think that other guys look at them like, whoa, you know, because they got some babe that and it's like anybody could do that. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, you didn't win her over with your charm. Right. Right. I was talking to um, a couple of my buddies and we were talking about another guy who who is just one of these guys who's like man you got to come out i i i have like he has these like boat parties and stuff whatever and he's just like all these girls he's like dude threesomes foursomes you got to come out and we're all just like laughing about this guy to each other and we're like dude does this guy think if if we wanted to hang out with a bunch of vapid like i don't know whatever you want to call them girls like that that you have no connections with that's that's like a path that we could all go down. It's yeah. not like you figured this thing out. Like it's like, no, it's just, that's what comes with that life when you're just drinking and drugs and just like, throwing I don't know, money throwing money around. Yeah. You're going to get that. That's what you're going to attract. But no part of me is like, man, what a lucky guy. Yeah, yeah. But especially not if it's like a mail order thing. I know I've met a few people in my life that have, have done things uh like that uh i'm not talking about uh alex who was a guest on my like he met her in a very (laughs) weird way like on a a chess site yeah you know but i mean people that that specifically go to these sites and they just want to i i don't it's weird to me just to go 
you've exhausted everyone and like a lot of the towns i've read about like industry towns where there are like three or four men to every woman in the united states and um but then i'm just like well okay so there's no one in your town what's what's an hour away what's two hours away what's three hours away i would work my way out you know like i would i would cast the net and go uh, what what's a what's a two hour flight away? Right. You know, like have one of those puddle jumper relationships. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't it. go and straight I'm, to the Philippines. I'm not I'm not trying to judge too harshly because I mean, the girls a lot of times are super beautiful, and it is almost like you're just picking out based on your physical preference. Yeah. You're like, okay, this girl's the height I want. It's like a fuck doll. I hate to say, yeah, but no, you're but like, it these, is. These, and then you're you're picking it out, and yeah, on paper, I think that I, I could see the appeal. If you're really lonely and you have no, you are striking out yeah. here, then you're just like, well, I'll just have someone, they'll be happy to come over here, and I'll provide for them, and then I'll have this beautiful one. I'm just saying, like, don't ever for a second think that, like people are going whoa how did you get her because they know exactly how you got they her. know exactly yeah that's all and <laughs> i also feel like the men who do that i just don't i feel i feel like they don't respect women in the same way because right. if you respected women you would meet a woman and like develop a relationship organically instead of being like you're hot i have a u.s citizenship Put in a little bit of work. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, fatty, hit the treadmill, and then you can actually earn a hot chick. Right. It's like the difference between earning and stealing. Yeah. Well, and there, there is that, too, and I had that mentality, too, where it's like, oh, fucking girls don't want a fat guy, so I guess blah, blah, blah. And you get down on, on yourself, but you also get down on, like, society and just the way that things are. Yeah. And it's... it's the world's not going to change. You have to change. And then, so that's what I did. And I started losing weight and I was like, Oh, this is easy now. Not like it, it, it became a, a lot easier to meet people because I had like more confidence uh-huh. now from losing weight. And I felt better about myself. And, um, yeah, I didn't look at it as like any girl that was talking to me, like, oh, this is a, a, a chore for her. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, okay, this is mutually benefit. I can tell that she likes me. I like her too, you know? I hope the only person you're talking about in this hypothetical situation is me. It is. Okay. Yep, every time. Every time. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah, what it was work though. It took, you know, the better part of a year of focusing on myself and then just having to go like, I wasn't even on dating sites at that point, you know. I was taking a break from all of that and working on myself. And then once I felt I was in a better place, then I got up. So, yeah, yeah have a little bit of patience and yeah. work on yourself, I think. Well, yeah, that's the thing is, like, um, you know, be the person that you want to date 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Because yeah. then you can find somebody who meets you there. I've, I've known so many guys who are like, well, I just really want a girlfriend who like makes me eat healthy or makes me clean my apartment. Like right. I want to I'll get my life together when I get a girlfriend to whatever. And it's like, but how about you just take care of yourself, clean your apartment because you want to. And then you'll find the you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, People that aren't willing to compromise. Yeah, because you're looking for someone with like some sort of like codependent Florence Nightingale like mm-hmm. mommy complex who wants to like pick who wants to pick you out because you're a very special train wreck and then fix you. But you can just fix like, yourself. Uh, yeah, and then it's not like once that girl comes along, they're gonna magically start doing these things also. It's like the girl could <clears throat> come into their life and be like, yeah, let's go work out and do this. But it's they're still going to be stuck in their bad habits. Well, yeah, I remember I was dating someone who like it was kind of like at the end of the relationship where it's like, yeah, we're just not connecting yeah. anymore. And he asked me, like, what's going on with us? And I was like, well, like, it makes me really upset that every time I see you, you've been drinking and like I don't drink and you like you know that like I do that for a living and I don't really like being around drunk people and then every time I see you you you've been drinking and he's like well if we spent more time together I wouldn't spend that much time at the bar like so I need you to spend more time with me to keep me from drinking and I was like so basically like I need to babysit you because if I'm not around you're gonna drink I would rather just I would rather you have your own hobbies instead of trying to like fill your life up with me or alcohol. Like, why don't you fill your life up with you? And like, number one, hey, kids, it's really unhealthy if someone's like, well, if you were around, I wouldn't do that self-destructive thing. Like that's emotional blackmail. Um, And I just was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you what's how to live your life. I want you to live your life how you want to live your life. And and hopefully, our, you know, we have like similar lifestyles, right. which, you know, ultimately I found you uh-huh. and you and I do have similar lifestyles. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, but will you make me be different? Right. Right. Because it's just so silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you were just what, seven miles down the road. I was seven miles down the road. Yeah, we joke that like we fucked up by falling in love with someone in the same state because I think both of us uh, have like a wanderlust about us. Yeah, Um, I wish that uh, um, because I I dream to one day move to Switzerland. And um, if anybody knows how I can go about that uh right in <laughs> but but anyway i i was like man i wish that i had met sydney there and then could move there yeah you know or or vice versa you know what whatever yeah um because that would be fun but now we're just stuck here and i don't know how y- you get to another country i don't know there's there's ways we're yeah. lazy but I'd, <laughs> I'd love to. i mean we're not lazy i can't afford to take a pay cut but like you can just go teach english that's I'm lazy. I don't want to teach English. No, oh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. That. Um, but yeah, no, it seems like it's really difficult to move to a lot of places that are desirable to live. Well, yeah, permanently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
because they yeah because they don't they don't just give it away dude i keep reading like things about what healthcare costs are in other countries versus here and it makes me like want to kill myself because like right now like the surgery i need is around twenty six thousand dollars so like i'm i have to deal with getting my insurance company to approve out of network coverage yada 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 so that all i have to pay is my eight thousand dollar deductible and not the full twenty six thousand and then i like see in other countries that it's like a hundred bucks two hundred bucks you should just go take a long trip in finland yeah seriously fucking canada has it has their shit together um yeah yeah. yeah, it's definitely one of the worst parts about being an American. Yeah, everyone wants to live here, but don't get sick here because you, yeah. you will go bankrupt. If you want to live, a, if you're going to live a healthy life, it's it's a great place. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so, so I don't know. I didn't look up the stats on like how many of these like long distance relationships um, or these like foreign affairs. Oh, that's that was the wet. That was the not Anastasia date. Foreign a foreign affair was the name of the company that does the bus tours oh, that okay. has an office out here. Do you think some guys are just married and they're like, yeah, I'm just having a, a, a foreign, foreign affair. affair. I'm just here to fuck uh, women that look like Bond girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Why right? the fuck not? Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know if there's like what the statistics are after the, green, the success right? well after the green card approval like do they stay together or do they get their green card and leave or the thing is it's like the um marriage success rate anyway with just people that meet here uh-huh. is so miserable that it's it almost doesn't matter. It's like 50% ended no, divorce anyway. It was, so here's an interesting thing. Okay. The divorce rate like 20 years ago was 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, like it spiked and it's been on a steady decline since then. The divorce rate's like under 25% now. Uh, oh, meaning so 75% of marriages stay are, together. Huh. Yeah, the I forget the reason why like cultural psychologists say that it spiked at that time. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with like women's lib and having options yeah. and stuff. But um, people now um are staying together longer. And then out of those people that are quote successful, the seventy five percent, how many out of that do you think probably should get divorced? Oh, <laughs> that yeah, are just I don't like because we see that on the on 90 day fiance and love after lockup too where it's like oh these guys aren't gonna make it right and then at the end of the season like they'll get married and you're like oh they did kind of i mean they got married i don't know that they made it it doesn't look like it's a healthy relationship i think some people don't know what a healthy relationship is which is i think it's important to not have children until you're in a healthy relationship so you can model a healthy relationship for your children and then they can go on to grow up and be in healthy relationships because dysfunction is a cycle and if you grow up with chaos and your parents have a dysfunctional relationship that's your image of what relationships are and you're going to model that because that is how like you think things work and that's how, how you're comfortable and so you'll go on to be in just, so I feel like a lot of people, I see them and I'm like, dude, you don't know what a relationship is like that. It shouldn't 
be that chaotic. Right. You know, sometimes I'm it just takes a few. You know, I had a few. I'm sure you've had a few or you're, it, maybe it just seems normal. I, I think that um, the desire to just keep things together at all costs and they're like, no, I'm in this you know for the long run and you want to show the person that like, he'll do anything and it's like that's good that you're you know you don't quit easy but i think at a certain point you have to know when to say enough is enough and well and for me i think my major thing was learning that it doesn't matter how much you love someone because like because in my mind i thought relationships they start and they stay together based on love and they end because you fall out of love right? and not like, Oh no, you can love someone with all your heart and be like, I can't be with you. I can't talk to you. We should never be in the same room. And you can kind of predict things too with some people because you can be like, Oh, I can see that this is just something we're not going to ever agree on. Yeah. Um, like if, if you meet someone who's super controlling, um, you, you can know like, oh, okay, that's something I'm not into. Or maybe you're the type of guy or girl who's super into that. Like, I just need to be, I just like knowing that I'm wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? But that is unhealthy. Well, yeah. Or for me, like being like, there are, were fundamental things that like we did not have in common. Right. Um, but being like but we're so in love let's keep arguing about these things because right. eventually we'll come to a resolution instead of just being like no what? yeah you're just forcing it but yeah I mean, yeah because you think like love conquers all which it really doesn't right. like if someone wants kids and the other person doesn't mm -hmm. or you know there's just like fundamental things where it's like love doesn't isn't necessarily going to conquer those and it's best to kind of figure that out soon because the longer you're with someone then you do feel obligated in a way to try to make it work because you, you have the gambler's harder. fallacy you well, go well i'm already in well and you 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 probably have come to love the person and and but now it's harder to leave them because you you love them but yeah. things aren't going to change um i'm sorry i didn't mean to derail you did you have some more notes from uh do I have any paper in front no, of me? No, you don't. I be, not notes, but any um, like talking points or things you wanted to bring up? No. Um, we can talk about our sex life again that you're so uh, keen on talking about. That. What did I say about our <laughs> sex life? I'm joking, baby. I was just joking. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Find so something healthy and and a good way to do that is by having actual contact with that person and when you're doing a mail order bride scenario you really don't know what the fuck you're getting no. into well and even to get your k1 visa you have to like have visited each other x number of times and have pictures together and stuff to mm. show um but even then it's vacation knowing someone so like even if you're in a long distance relationship, which we did an episode on, mm -hmm. those are often not real because you're not engaging in real life with the person. You know, you're in vacation mode when you see each other. You're staying at a hotel. You're just going out to eat and fucking and like everything's wonderful. Um, and then you have two completely separate lives. 
but you don't really know if like your lifestyle is compatible until you like spend like real time together like you have to fucking wait in line at the dmv or like go grocery shopping or like i don't you know what i'm saying yeah and so the long distance relationships in general if if when you meet it's long distance like they aren't real until you're like together in the real world you know yeah it just can't be tested it really can't be i get the appeal for sure of like like so there's this old onion article that something along the lines of um soulmates find each other in small town or something Uh it's like well yeah because if there's 50 people in the town you're just gonna find somebody out of that pool you know and be like yep we were soulmates so i get wanting to branch out and and um and uh there's something exotic about when i was traveling abroad well not then i had had a girlfriend but i was single once going over there uh and i was like man that'd be great to meet like a nice cute icelandic chick you know um i didn't know at that time the nightmare that it would have entailed you know what i mean that i (laughs) yeah that it was it was just not sustainable in any way but yeah if you get out and at least in the states um yeah, there's a whole country, so you there's don't have to. Country. You don't have to go that far. Um, yeah, and if you live at one of like the you know bordering states, meet someone in Canada, meet someone in Mexico, right across the border, have a have a an international but not long distance love affair. Right. Ultimately, it seems like you're just making things harder for yourself. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing is if you met someone organically and they lived in another country and you fell in love and you have to fight through this whole process to be in the same country together, sure. But to go out of your way to right. sign up for that heartbreak, because w- watching these shows, it's not like you apply for the K-1 and then you get approved. It's like you have to have documentation that you've been dating and known each other for X number of times. You visited X number of times. Mm-hmm. Then you apply for the visa and it can take six months. It can take 12 months. It can take. And they might tell you no. And they might tell you no. And you have to reapply and reapply. And then you bring them over here and then they can't work until they get their temporary green card which can take months up to a year and so you have to financially support them and so all in all by the time like they're able to work and you're a fully functioning couple years just years and it's tens of thousands of dollars so why do this to yourself but i mean it's things people do for love i I get i I get it just get a dog honestly go to the nearest (sighs) shelter go to petfinder.com because it shows (laughs) pets from all the sites talk about it's better than tinder man swiping get a fucking dog if you have a lot of love in your heart and you want to just get a dog (laughs) i'm just saying i was in that abusive relationship for so long and i couldn't get out and then i realized like okay i have some codependent tendencies i want to nurture something and i adopted this little four pound chihuahua with a bad heart named felipe and he saved my life and this fucking little dog, I just, I needed something to love and take care of and it's get a dog. The best advertisement for, for this is that when I talk to Sydney on the phone on her way home from work, how angry she is <laughs> sometimes. And, th- but then when she opens the door and she sees Frank, 
she just lights up <sighs> like nothing else bad happened in the whole day. She's just like, look at you. And he's not even happy to see her no, half the he time. Because <laughs> he stretches his neck I'm up all joking. tall like an alpaca to look at me. He loves it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just love each other. No, he, he lights loves up my his life. mama. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm seeing the benefits of dogs now. I was before I was kind of not anti-dogs, but I was always of the opinion like, it's nothing I'm going to seek out and get yeah. of my own accord. It'll be something that if I'm dating someone who has a dog, then I will then have a dog. And then, then I found you. Yeah. And thankfully, you have the best the dog. Best dog. Um, I raise good doggies. You do. Yeah. You do. Uh, Frank is the best. And now I can't even imagine my life without him. I know. It's going to be hard. We're going to have to go to therapy. For sure. <laughs> and get like... I think what we should do is just get like five dogs afterwards and just do like a little auditions, kind of keep them for like a trial period. Yeah. You know, and just pick the best of the five. Sort of like Rock of Love. Yeah, but with dogs. But with Dog dogs. of Love. Yeah. And be like, what are your intentions here? That's not my Brett Michaels. Be like, oh, what's a, what's a going on? <laughs> <laughs> if I come in and I see all the dogs like fighting, I go, oh, break it up. What's a, what's a going on? <laughs> I love it. And then when they stay, so Brett Michaels gave the girls tour passes. What would we give the dogs? I like milk bones. We give them a milk bone. You stay. You stay. Will you take my milk bone. Will you dog my world. Ah! <laughs> and they're like, arf, arf, arf. yeah. Um, how do do you like that idea? Yeah, I, I want more dogs. I know. I um, I do, but I'm also selfish. I know that. I love to travel and do all the things and not have to worry about it. And the only way I want to do something is if it's not half-assed and be like a really good doggy dad, you yeah. know. With Frank, I think he's so well-behaved, it's easy to kind of do that. And Yeah, you just train them and then they good. And then they good. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully Frank just lives forever. Um so we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah. to it. I'll just bring home some dogs. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, I'd at least like to be involved in the process if it's going to happen. Um, we'll look at some dogs. <laughs> you got it, baby. I don't think we could ever not have them because you would just be so miserable. Uh huh. Yeah. I probably would be. My love is not enough. Listen, I love you, baby, but I, I, I'm a woman, mm -hmm. so I'm told. Yes. And um, you know, I have I don't want human children. Um, sure. But I have maternal instincts, and like I do, my ovaries go crazy. Mm. And I've never had that thing where, like, you hold a baby and you're like, oh, my God, I need babies. I need babies. But you saw Baby Yoda and you were like, oh. Well, yeah, Baby Yoda makes me want babies. But, like, when I hold dogs, like, my ovaries go crazy. And whatever it is that women get with, with like, human babies, mm. I get that with dogs where I'm like, I need dogs. I just need them. Like, it's like a, a, like, it's like a biological, like, yeah. urge that I just need it's dogs. It's funny that I'm actually if anything more into having children but i'm also realistic about that that i don't i don't think i really want them but sometimes i feel like i don't know 
Well, you can marry someone in Switzerland and have children with them. Well. Because because men get to be as old as you are mm-hmm. and going, oh, no, might fuck around and have kids. <laughs> right. I don't know yet. Meh, pushing 40, I might fuck around and have kids. Like, I literally, if I got pregnant, it would be a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> I know. So. I'm going to fuck around at 50. I want to get some more things out of my, you know, get some more traveling and things. <laughs> No, I don't. Have fun. Uh, no, with your I don't. Next wife. I don't want kids. We've talked about this, but Zach um, has baby fever. But yeah, I'm when you see like a, a TV baby or something where they're all, everything's great and they're just adorable and they're not screaming and crying. I'm like, oh, look at that baby. <laughs> yeah, then, but the, you can get some elderly dogs. Well, now, um, my my cousin and his wife are expecting, so hopefully, I can just go over and play with their kid yeah and that'll be enough you don't actually want a kid i know we've talked about this um it makes me mad what makes you mad that you think that you might want kids i don't think i might want kids because it's like literally like i literally can't give that to you no i know and the reality of it i'm very to me kids seem like everybody when they have them they have to say that it's the best thing that's ever happened to them because they have to say that but it doesn't look always great to me it doesn't look like a life that I nothing against some people are just that's what they want you know but um yeah I I don't think uh, that that's something I want. <laughs> okay. Cause yeah. Because you, you, you're not going to get it. I know. Never going to get it. Never going to yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Like, even if I wanted kids, like, I can't, like, I, as I said, I technically could have kids via IVF because mm-hmm. I have ovaries and I have a uterus. Like, I just don't have fallopian tubes so i can't organically get pregnant but like also with my health problems like i don't know if i'm gonna have a uterus for much longer so like baby i don't want kids okay thank you because it makes me feel like i'm insufficient no no okay no no. you're cute enough thank you yeah i'm the baby you are the baby jesus You always talk about how I treat you. <laughs> you do treat me like I'm a baby. Well, there you go. My one-stop shop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Not Fine. weird at all. No. <laughs> We're talking about healthy relationships. <laughs> and we're having like a meltdown. No. <laughs> no, we got it all figured we out. We got guys. it sorted. We got it all figured out. We got we're, we have a very healthy relationship. I'm just going to go to the sperm bank. I just want to know that I've spread my bird seed and that there will be other birds that I don't have to raise. Do you, you've spread your seed fucking everywhere. (laughs) No fucking linen within state lines has been spared your seed. (laughs) You have ejaculated all over this fucking town. That's not true. And if none of that shit has made it to making a baby, then that's God's will. <laughs> I don't know who you think you are to argue with God. Nobody. I'm nobody. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Is sperm a- being still a fucking thing? 
Yeah. Yeah. For people who want to have what what are you gonna say? What? What are you gonna say on your your assets to like sell your sperm? Um podcaster. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> end of story. <laughs> healthy hairline. Yeah, healthy hairline. Um I don't know why are you dating me. <laughs> I love you. All right then. Um, I just wanted to hear your pitch. I haven't given it much thought. My pitch is more about look at other guys, and then you'll see. Yeah, but you know when you do that, you have to go like college degree, healthy hairline, no cancer, yeah. big dick. I you know, I think I have good genes. Um, I th- I think m- uh, most people in my family are fairly attractive, tall, yeah, very thin. Your family, except for y- when you were not, right? Yeah, but I fought against all odds to make that. Yeah, you had to work hard to be fat. Yeah, I'm supposed to be a skinny person, yeah. but I was like, no. <laughs> uh, so those things, yeah, I'm not gonna, t- I'm not gonna list off things about me because it sounds weird. But you know, there are things I have. I can do stuff. I know. All right. Then. I'm just saying. I've like thought about it. If I sold my eggs, what would I say? Well, all right. What would you say? Mm, blue eyes. Check. That's, that's an asset. Um, high IQ. Okay. College educated. Mm-hmm. Small waist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And a big round in your face. Uh, yeah. You get sprung. Yeah. I mean, I I have a flat stomach despite being literally filled with tumors. So, <laughs> I mean, I just think that, like, that's something. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Sure. So, that's, I guess that's you what I think. You got a lot going on, baby. Yeah. I feel like the blue eyes is a good selling point. Is it? It's a recessive gene. Y- yeah. Minor brown. That's not such a selling point. Yeah. Those are dime a dozen. They are. They are. Yeah. Um, so anyway, mail order brides. Mail order brides are a thing that have been around for forever. And I wish I would have done more research for you guys, but I'm sick and I'm miserable. You know, it's crazy. You did do a lot of research. Well, I mean, I did research a couple months ago and then I listened to a couple podcasts. Um, it's just not fresh. That's all. It's just not fresh. I didn't take notes is the main thing is I usually take notes yeah um but so what you get is us talking about um people <laughs> how great it. we are <laughs> people love it i hope so fucking this episode was supposed to be about male letter brides and they talked about their goddamn dog for 45 i got minutes. a degree i'm good enough i'm smart enough and dog on it people like me yeah yeah, yeah. um well happy hump day everyone mm-hmm. sayonara <laughs>